Make sure you choose the right dog to improve your life. And we talked about cats for like 10 minutes today as well. Cats, so cats are like- just as important to dogs, you know, um, because 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 um, they're all come under pets. You're going to have a pet? Well, then what is it? And what is it that you like about a cat compared to a dog? And are you a dog person or a cat person? It's like, mm. what do you mean? Mm. That means nothing to me. Do I like cats? I like cats and I like dogs, depending on what mood I'm in, depending on where I'm at, depending yeah. on the cat, depending on the dog. Yeah. There's some dogs that I can't stand being around. I'm like, I can't stand being around this dog. And there's some cats that are like, this is the sickest cat I've ever seen. So... You know, it, it comes down to honoring the animal for what it is. Mm. Know what it is that you want and be and have good integrity. Yeah. Meditate on it. Think about it. Jot it down and get some get some hands on your dogs um, of the ones that you want. You want huskies? Cool. Go and see five different huskies um, and hang out with them for a decent time one way or another. However you're going to do that, I don't know how you're going to do that. Um, or if you're going to go look for a dog and a breeder that has a dog, look at mum and dad. We've spoken about this before. Look at mum and dad because that's more of an idea of what the dog's going to turn out to be rather than looking at the baby. Welcome to Life With Your Dog podcast. Our focus is educating dog owners, enthusiasts and dog trainers about ideas on how to train, manage, live and thrive with our dogs. To teach dogs to live in our society while our dogs teach us how to live in the now. I'm your host, Panos Anagnostu. And I'm your co-host, Luke Badman. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, we're back. Welcome back, brother. Another episode. Very exciting. 2021, well on the roll. 2021 is well underway. Fucking oath, man. It's been... Everyone thinks that... Everything's going to change. It becomes New Year's Day and everyone's, hey, we're, we're doing the same shit, man. What, 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 yeah, great. Things are always gradually changing, but the best thing to do is be the best version of yourself. Forget about what's happening. It's funny, eh? Like, I don't, and, and I'm guilty of it. Like every year on New Year's Eve, you're like, it's got this energy and, mm-hmm. it's, and then it's just like New, New Year's Day definitely has the same, like that cool energy, but then it's just like, it's just another year. No, we just went around the sun again. You know, yeah, that's pretty like cool. It. That's a cycle that everything has to be seen cyclical. And if you can notice that, well, you know, there's been 365 days. That's a cycle. We've gone through all the seasons. There's something to that. Um, set your goals. Don't have a resolution. We're not resolving stuff. We're, mm. we haven't, we're not going to die. Mm. We're, oh, not yet anyway, mm. hopefully. Um, that we're moving forward. We've got goals. We've got aspirations we're going to bring into it. And, um, you know, and obviously now there's been change in your life. You've got a puppy around. You just freshly got engaged as well um, in November, so um, <laughs> yeah, um, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah so congratulations! Very exciting. It's all happening. New so puppy, um, uh, yeah, well, it's going to tie in well to our topic today about choosing a dog. Yep, I've been wanting to do this one for ages, and um, but I wasn't sure how to do um, tackle it. And I think one thing I would like to do as time goes on is to do specific episodes just on a specific breed. And we can talk about, okay. you know, um, a Jack Russell and mm-hmm. why are they cool? Why can they be neurotic and annoying um, for certain people? Um, how it can suit others and others? And we can, we can talk about – maybe we can talk maybe at first specific families of dogs, you know, like the the, um, the breed and um, what comes before the breed. Is it yeah. the family? Like, you know, yeah. the spitz breed, your working dogs. Yeah. Your, um, and then we can go into more detail because there's like how many, you know, breeds of dogs, like, you know, hundreds. So, um, but yeah, choosing a dog. Well, I'm going to just read out so I don't forget. Um, things we'll co- cover in the topic is your lifestyle, experience level, puppy or adult dog are you looking for, breed characteristics, and space in where you live. And I think that kind of encompasses things that you should be asking yourself when you are going to choose a dog um, to welcome into your family. Yeah. So um, your lifestyle is probably the n- number one on the top because, you know, if you work so much and you only spend three hours 
um, in a week at home, then you probably shouldn't even have a dog. And if you need an animal, then maybe a cat can work in that sort of- Or a goldfish. Um, yeah, goldfish possibly. <laughs> um, you know, you know, when I was growing up, I've had turtles, walking fish. I've always had like a fish tank in my, in my room. Like always, um, like not saltwater marine ones, but the, um, the freshwater ones. Um, the weird crickets. I've had like the most intense, randomest, um, pets and obviously you ever had snakes. I never went to snakes. Turtles? Did you um, say turtles? Yeah, turtle. Yeah, yeah I had turtle, turtle for age. His name was yeah. Frankie. And then another one called Lotus. Isn't um, there a book called Franklin the Turtle? I'm pretty sure I think there, there is. is. It's a kid's yeah. Book. yeah, yeah. I didn't, I don't know if I called him Frankie. I think it was Frankie from my mate that gave it to me. But, you know, um, but yeah, look, that, that was perfect for me. I was a young kid. My parents didn't buy me a dog because I wanted a dog, but they didn't buy me a dog because they knew that they couldn't look after yeah. the dog because they were very busy themselves. And um, we had a cat. We've always had a cat in the house. Um, but cats have slaves and dogs have masters and cats do their Let's thing. Say a dog is a pet and a cat is an animal that just lives in your house. That just hangs out. Yeah. No, look, I think, um, cats have their, their You've place. Got a cat? Yeah, we've got a cat as well now. His name's Romeo and, um, is he cool? He's awesome. He, he, you know, he, go, he there's goes, cat, but there's cats and then there's cat. This is a dog podcast. But like there's cats and then there's cats like some are cool and some just like don't want to know you it depends on how you raise them too mm. so if you let them have like too anything, much access outside yeah. from when they're really young they're going to be more instinctive yeah um of course depending on the, the specific the cat as yeah. itself and again i don't know too many specific details but he was like a cat that was found i got him from the shelter he was found um from the um, um sydney fish markets um he was just a stray with his family um he was a real small kid when we got him but we kept him inside for six months Okay. Um, of having him before even letting him have any experience outside. So we really wanted to know, we wanted him to know where we were, what we are. Now, some people say you should never let your cat out. We don't let him out at night, only during the day. But now we have a cat that can do his thing during the day. He can be with us if he wants. He can snuggle us. He sleeps on the bed like he's a, he's like a pet whatever. cat. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So he knows the boundaries, he knows how to live with us. He knows two commands, three commands. He knows how to sit. We say out, he leaves the room, and off means get off the table. And so that's you can't that- train a cat. That's all I need for my cat. That's all I'm going to ask him to What's do. What's the difference between training a cat and training a dog? It's like night and day, right? Um, dogs were designed to work with people that were specifically bred. And also the way that they live is that they are pack animals. They, mm. They're predatory animals. They hunt together. They live together. There's a hierarchy through family that um, that they abide by. So it's very similar to a human sort of pack or um, way of living. You know, we have a hierarchy and usually dad or mum are on the top and, you know, the younger siblings at the bottom and, you know, and it generally goes that way. So, um, and dogs are very similar to that. Cats are very, um, they're solo. They they hunt on them with themselves. Mm. They, they obviously can have friends and they have a social hierarchy, so mm. to speak, but, um, but yeah, they are more solo creatures, mm. which changes everything. Mm. You know, I had a client, um, I was at my parents' house and my f- Friend, my dad's friend asked me, what is smarter, a cat or a dog? Define and smart. Define smart. Well, I I threw at him um, Einstein quote, if you judge a fish for his ability to climb, he'll live his whole life thinking he's stupid. Yeah. And Ken looked at me like with his like, odd look, like what the fuck are you talking about? And I said to him, <laughs> well, like- It's a fair point. When you say smart, what's smart? Because if you define can- Define it. Yeah. yeah. A cat doesn't hunt like a dog in the way that they can hunt. So, then you would call the cat stupid, right? I think what most people would say- um, like intelligence in a dog is probably like, you know, like you're working breeds and they're, they're the ones that are eager to work, eager to please mm-hmm. the human. 
Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Is that that's that's what a lot of people say? Oh, that dog's really smart. Like he knows. That's what they he knows mean. monkey tricks, or he. He, well, it's anthropomorphic too, right? Yeah. Like you're putting this human emotion, like oh, he can do something similar to a human can. That's smart. He, yeah, or he or he does what I tell him to. You can't tree, right? Can you tree? Like, can you do what a tree does? No. So then you're stupid. Cause yeah. In comparison to like, if the tree's thinking about the humans, like stupid human, you own, you make you oxygen into carbon yeah, dioxide. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Um. So when you and if you do judge a fish, there are some fish that can climb. Actually, every time I think of the quote, the climbing of, fish, you know, yeah. the climbing fish that goes yeah, up yeah, the river, yeah. David Attenborough. Um, um, but generally, um, you can only judge them for what they're doing. And also intelligence, yes, it's very um, confusing. But cats can be good for a young family that, um, you know, the kids are keen on having a, an animal. And if you're experienced with cats, then it can be a good thing. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just because I train dogs doesn't mean that I don't like cats. Um, except I don't walk my cat up the street and we can do cool things together. And we and I can't rely on him for certain things um, because he's more selfish than my dogs are a little bit more selfless. They want me more. Um, They're affiliative. The- yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, they enjoy your company. And cats can go and back to the wild. you enjoy them a lot of, I'm going to say, I'm going to guess a lot of what you enjoy about them is that they enjoy your company. Yeah. You like affiliative dogs. For sure. Yeah. And of why course. not? Like, why else? What, exactly. Don't have a dog just to leave it in the backyard. Yeah. It, well, that too, of course. And then with the cat, you can be an ad. And there's some people that say you should have got a cat, not a dog. Um, because everything you're saying mm. is what you want from, and also you come home after leaving the house at six, you get home at, 7.30, and then you got a cavoodle that's running around. It's like, oh, the breeder said we don't need to walk the cavoodle. It's like, it's a dog. He needs a walk. I go, you, and that's the person I met. I'm like, you need the cat, not the dog, yeah. because now the dog needs 10 times more than what you're giving it. He's only five months old, and he's ripping the place apart. He's bored. He's understimulated, and he's complicated your life now, not, compl- not complimenting it. it. So, yeah. what's, the, what's the point? Good quick point on that, on the poodle crosses. Obviously, I think- um you know, like I pay a lot of attention to stuff online and I think COVID has definitely, I don't want to like offend any people who got poodle crosses in the last year, but I definitely think they're like the pandemic dog because everyone has them now. Cavoodles, Groodles, Labradoodles. Like well, that wasn't because of COVID. I think that I think was- it, I think it's gone up though. It's definitely it, it, But it's intensified what was happening. So, there yeah. was a demand for them because- It's a, like a positive feedback loop. Yeah. And-, and and I'm obviously not going to name name the breeder, but I managed to f- I found a breeder in Victoria and I joined their mailing list. And these guys are pumping out a litter of Grudels like every other month mm. at ten grand a dog. Yep. And it's like, well, I don't know. I can't really agree to say that that's ethical. I don't think that's ethical at no. all. We're going to get um someone on that's talking about um this puppy spam awareness. Like she's developed something called puppy spam awareness. Her name's Sandy. I'm going to get her on the show soon. We've been talking um because since COVID, there's been a lot of dodgy activity happening. Mm. Very unethical. It's um, like anything. Any any time demand goes up for something, there's always going to be people looking to make a quick buck. Of course, regardless of. But- but Rudels, Oodle breeds have been on the rise for the last like seven, eight years. Like it's been more popular, which isn't a bad thing. They're hyperallergenic. They can be smaller. Um, they could be um, good, well natured. Like there's many good positives to it. But of course, bad breeding can um, can affect all of that for so many different reasons. I was talking to our um, family, so our family dog Chloe. I was talking to her groomer the other day. Yep. And uh, I, I went in and just said hello to her in the shop in Cronulla, and um. She had a grudel in there, big grudel, and like it was matted, all matted mm-hmm. down. And like she was saying, a lot of the breeders are selling the dogs as low maintenance mm-hmm. when in fact they're not. Of the, course, the, cor- yes. the coat is actually high maintenance. Mm. It's low shedding. Yes. It's hypoallergenic. Yes. It won't, you know, if you've got allergies and stuff like that, like it's good for that. But 
it's actually a high maintenance coat mm-hmm. because you have to brush it. Exactly. And like um, this dog, it only seemed to be brushed on the top, mm-hmm. not on the sides. And yeah. I was in there watching her shave the thing down to its skin. She had I to because the hair well, they was get matted underneath the armpits and in between like the, the yeah. groin area as well, um, where where the movement so is. So people have been giving misinformation. You know? it, well, of course, you know, and people aren't doing their own research though. Hence why we're doing today is to be like, like, duh, like, why are you going to believe just one person? And why would, like, if you're going to look at a car, you research the car, look at the reviews and jump in the car, drive the car, you know, like, you, but people are- um, just throw your money and take the keys. Yeah, you know, it's it's just, it's, people need to take responsibility. It's all about Jocko Willink, you know, extreme ownership that if something's happening- Personal responsibility. Yeah, take on that responsibility and do the, do the thing. So, um, so your lifestyle, keep that in check. Know how much time you can give an extra being in your house. Um, and how much time, and you don't have to overwhelm yourself with by saying I have to adhere to as much as a dog trainer does, but you need to be allocated at least an hour a day of walking, um, allocate at least two to three or four or five training sessions a day, maximum five, three to five minutes each session is a good thing. So if you're going to achieve about two to three sessions a day, these are like, this is just time with activity with your mm. dog. Think about the food that you're going to be feeding it, um, the money that that costs, um, and all those different things, but your lifestyle is important. Are you a high energy person? Are you a real chill person? Do you have a family? Um, I, I, you know, I really love, um, like Cavoodles, Cavaliers, um, you know, Labradors can be really good, um, family dogs. Um, just because a Labrador is a guide dog doesn't mean that they're going to be calm. They're very, um, energetic puppies. Oh, but yeah. If trained correctly and with the, you've with- all, everyone's met a Labrador that's a bit out of control. Yeah. It's oh, because he's never grown up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or he's never, he's just never been taught any boundaries. Probably. Exactly. Well, he acts like a big puppy. Yeah. And everything's exciting. But now he's, 40, he's like 40, 40 kilos, kilos. Knocking everyone yeah. down. Um, but they can be really good dogs. Um, where people are, well, I guess that's going to be, what's the next Plus one? Plus they're, they're, they're highly food driven. So they can be, and relatively intelligent. So exactly. maybe, you know, without like blanket statements, they can be somewhat easier. Yeah. Golden retrievers. Easier to train. Golden retrievers are awesome as well. Yeah. So, and as you said, you were thinking of maybe like a Groodle, they, like, you know, those Oodle breeds, um, can be really cool as well. Some, some of them can be really energetic because a poodle can have that effect on them, but and they're, they're very, awesome they're dogs. Very intelligent dogs. Really, well. really Which easy to train. Which means that's a, that's the, that's the double edge of an intelligent dog. The smarter the dog, the more mental stimulation it needs. Yes. It's, and smart doesn't mean good. That's right. Yeah. Smart like, can mean I can rob a bank because I'm very smart. I've bought a lot of I've bought I've brought home a lot of dog. Yes, like this dog is a lot of dog for sure. You know, well that brings to the next point is experience level. So where's your experience at? If you've never had a dog before, I don't suggest you get an American Staffy or American Bully. I just generally don't think like or like you know your um like certain hunting dogs or like a husky um those sorts of dogs and we can make a full fat list about mm. which ones I would not recommend. Now not all the time. Not all the time when you get these specific breeds that it doesn't work out. It could be like the best dog for you. But, um, but what's most important is you're setting yourself up for success as well. Don't get the dog and then eight, 10 months old is usually the age where people rehome the dog because it's too much for them. It's not working out. And they also didn't establish good boundaries and foundations because they didn't realize it comes with experience. If you've had like three, four, five dogs before, you've grown up, you've always had a German Shepherd, you had a Bull Terrier and you've probably had a Labrador. And then you're like, hey, you know what? I know what dogs are all about. I get it. I know the ins and outs of it. Because I've had the experience, I'm going to get. Um, I've always wanted an American Staffy. I've always wanted a German Shepherd. You know, you can go down that line with a lot more ease. Where people jumping into it, I just they're, see- they're romanticizing the breed. Yes, let's, big time. Just on that, let's um, let's we'll take a bit of a detour, and and it is it is connected. Let's talk about. Um, I want to talk about the the connection to obviously in the last five to 
10 years, probably more so in the last five, three to five years, the influence that social media is having on people's breed choices. Mm-hmm. I think it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Um, well, look, there was and always- I think there's actually, I would think just out and about, like I'll give you an example. Like I, I, um, I've seen a lot of people around, like let's say around the, the sort of just outside the inner city, say like Zetland, those sorts of areas, Rosebury, Waterloo, and I, these people obviously don't live in houses. They don't have backyards. And I'm seeing them walking German Shepherds. I'm seeing them. And it's like, okay, fair enough. They give the dog exercise. But I don't I don't know, man. Like, do you think a German Shepherd is the most- Probably not the most appropriate dog to have in a in a unit. It's hard to judge because there's some people that pull it off awesome. They work from home. They can get the dog out multiple times a day. That's what I'm saying. There's no blanket statement. Yeah. But if we're talking in generalities- Well, that, that's- And so, one of them here is like, you know, what sort of space do you- do you have to live with? So, mm. if you have a small sort of townhouse like here and the yard isn't big, um, you know, it may not be the best idea to have three bully breeds running around, but then also it could work really well. I don't know if space is always the thing. Um, oh, I've got big yards, so I don't have to walk. Well, that's the, dog. the other thing as well. Like people, um, people who don't are not into or don't want to train their dogs, they, um, conflate training with running or mm-hmm. training with exercising. It's not the same thing. Like yes. just taking your dog to the park and, and, and flogging it for an hour with the cat, you know, with the chuck it, mm-hmm. throwing the tennis ball for an hour. That's not necessarily, that's not training. It can be training if you use that as a reinforcer, sure. but it's not the same thing. Yes. Look, I think um, people are just overly um, ambitious with the choice that they make. Um, and as I said, some people pull it off awesome. I don't even know how they pull it off, but it works well for them because they've gone into a bit of a rhythm. Depending and look at not every breed's the same sort of energy level. So it's, it is a complicated thing to talk about. There's so many variables, but ideally, if you live in an apartment, and you've only got a little tiny ass balcony, you probably generally shouldn't. Again, this could trigger so many people, man, because people are like, what do you mean? Whatever. It's a conversation. You know know what? This is our podcast, so we can say whatever we want. If you don't like it, like- But also, I don't want to put out something that maybe not be fully true to even how I believe it because- There's nothing's nothing's black and white. Yes. Some- some people shouldn't have big dogs in an apartment and some people manage it. Some people shouldn't have a dog's period anyway. Exactly. So, and most, most people probably should. Um, it's probably an unpopular thing to say, but most people love the idea of a dog, but don't know the, the ins and outs of a dog. And, and they want the idea of the dog. They love the, the feeling of having the dog. And hey, man, people move out of my way when I walk my dogs because I have a dog. Um, there could be a sense of that. There could be a sense of I've got the big bad dog and he pulls. Look how hard he pulls. Oh my God, he's a monster. Um, I've always had this dog and we've always had bull terriers. We stick with bull terriers because that's what we have. Cool as well. All those things are awesome. But um, And you can have the biggest yard in the world, but there still would be understimulated um, dogs that aren't really getting enough experience. And walking isn't just a thing either. And training isn't just a thing. There's so many different levels. But um, but ideally, yes, have enough adequate space. And like, you know, my, um, my, my friends, they have a mad apartment in Piedmont. And he goes, I've always wanted a shepherd, but he goes, I feel bad. Like, and I go, man, you've got enough space in this massive penthouse of apartment mm. to have a shepherd. It could work for sure. Mm. Um, but if you're leaning more towards getting a smaller dog because you think it's better, then even better. You know what I mean? So I guess each to their own, but you have to go through these things. Like, well, if you have enough experience, it doesn't matter. If I moved into a small apartment tomorrow, my dogs wouldn't suffer that much, even if I had a higher energy dog, because I'd manage it one way or another. I'll, I'll figure it out. So I'm ticking the boxes where people we have access to the whole of Australia. Well, not all the time. I have access to the whole of New South Wales. Yeah. Um, I could walk anywhere 
without uh, without going into private property, but it doesn't mean that I'm fulfilled because I have that access. I need to be disciplined and I need someone to help me and guide me and all that. So I think that comes down to your own experience level. So make sure you're choosing the right dog for you um, and not getting a more difficult breed. If you pull off the difficult breed, you come out the other end a better dog handler, understanding dog behavior better, but it comes down to your personality. How much are you willing to try and put it time and energy into it? So it all does come down to personality because, um, you know, I had a high energy Kelpie when I got a dog and I was 18. I had no idea of what to do. I had no concept of anything, but it just came naturally to me to train him. And we taught him how to run around me so I can kick the ball. That was my, the first thing that I, besides sit and come and things like that, I taught him to, when I go to kick the ball, if he's in front of me and I go to kick it, he catches it straight away. So me and Pierre just started thinking outside the box. I got the ball. I ran around Pierre, a circle. Your mate. Just an old, yeah, yeah, friend yeah, yeah. from back in the day. We ran around the circle. The, the, um, the dog chased the ball. And then I said, go get it. And I throw it. Mm. And that's exactly through luring and through giving a marker, but mm. without knowing that. Mm. But I just naturally thought about that and it worked. I said around, he ran around me. As soon as he got to behind me, I'd kick it. And then I was able to kick the ball and he would be run. Mm. So some people don't think that way. Some people do, so things do come naturally, but get some good experience and there's enough information out there in the wide web to to develop so many things, you know. So that's what I recommend for that. Um, puppy or adult dog. You don't always have to have a puppy, depending on what you want from the dog. Some people um, dig getting this, older dogs. Puppies are a lot of work. They are a lot of work. Learned sure. it last week. Like yes. I barely slept the mm-hmm. uh, first few nights. And even now, like he's in the crate at night, but I'm up like 5 a.m., to let him out and do his business and feed him and walk sure. him and it's a lot of work. 100%. And it should be. He's a baby. He's exactly. a furry baby. That's right. And He's not a toy. Yes. And you want to develop good relationship now in these early ages and get into good routines and good habits so you can do the things that you're supposed to do and work and work out and go to parties and blah, blah, blah. And he should be able to be adaptive to your lifestyle and your environment. So- Puppies may not be the best thing. There's enough adult dogs that need um, need a home, mm. and sometimes that works out really well for people. In fact, some people who want to go, no, I actually don't. In- I'm not interested in puppies. I want an adult dog that I can train from from there on, and that's an awesome thing too. So you don't have to be forced to get a puppy. You don't have to force to be getting an old dog. You just need to know your situation, your experience level, and um, and your lifestyle. So hopefully, I- you can see how I've put things in a order so that one leads to the other, and you can go back and go, well, what sort of breed do I get? So then would would consider all of those other things. And I would probably say, we've obviously kind of touched on it, but um, but think about, have a list. This is the best way I tell people. Write five dogs that you like, that you're thinking of. And then from that five, write down like Wikipedia. I know it's not always um, accurate, but we'll just go with hit up on- It's probably pretty good in terms of dog stuff. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like we're talking general history of a dog and characteristics. And yeah, it's- Well, there's um, always other sites good. on Google. There's heaps of sites, right? But you just Google it and go, hey, um, what's what, what was a husky developed for? Um, and what are their characteristics? And then if you can just read a bit of that thing, oh, cool, dot point that. And then after you've dot pointed- every characteristic of those three to five dogs that you like, then you have to choose two out of those. Mm. And then from there, go, cool, now I look at these two. Now I want to go look at a bunch of these sort of breeds. Mm. And then you have to go out there and go to different places to get some experience. If you're adamant about the one breed, then do a bit of reading. You know, like some people, they buy, uh, they have a Jack Russell and um, the dog's like, you know, seven months old and they're like, man, he just he's on alert all the time, barking at everything. I'm like, you know what they were bred for, yeah? And they're like, no, I have no idea. 
And I'm like, well, the dog was designed to every time he hears a rat in in a in the property or in the shed, the dog would the whole pack of them would go and kill the rodents and keep the place rodent free. They were hunting dogs. Um, the the word terrier means hunter. Mm. So if you don't even know just that base quality of the dog, that's the that's the other thing with terriers because they're small. A lot of people just assume it's like small oh, it's a small dog, nah, like, easy to manage, high energy as yeah. far out, and they can be gnarly as, um, and they can be really sweet, awesome dogs too. So. Um, so yeah, so do your, um, do your research and know what it is that you're looking for and puppy or adult dogs all up to you. You can get a five month old puppy or you can get a full fresh like shadow here. So, um, and also the space in where you live, we kind of already talked about that in terms of make a checklist of, you know, what's puppy happening in your environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we looked at you, I'm like, Hey, think about this. And, and then, Hey, what about that? And it's like, Oh Yeah. Because I see it time in, day, day in, day, day out. Yeah. I see dogs doing this. It's a big common complaint. It's like, you can fix that because it doesn't happen in my house. Even when we had 10 dogs at a time, 10 dogs at a time every day, there was just dogs in my yard everywhere. And the place looked clean, healthy. Um, my neighbors didn't even know we had dogs and we looked after dogs. When they see us walking all these dogs, they're like, where all these dogs come from? Because mm-hmm. um, we knew how to look after them. We, and we have quite a decent space, but also it's about managing that space and utilizing it. And, um, and, so many people are so resistant. No, nah, I won't do this. No, nah, I won't do that. I'm like, okay, do what won't you like. do what? Like, I won't put the chicken wire around the veggie oh, patch. Oh, they're not into it, yeah. It's like, no, nah, I didn't have a dog to do that. I'm like, okay, no, no, no. I'm not going to let him have access to the grass because he's going to dig it. I'm like, yeah, but where's he going to shit? So, like, you got to sacrifice some things of your yard and then teach your dog so then we can go back to a normal state. Right now, my yard is completely normal. I don't have to barricade anything. But if I was to take Shadow for a day or two, then he, I'm not setting him up for failure and he goes and eats rocks and digs under the fence and all that sort of stuff where people screw up consistently. So um, so know your space, you know, start working on crate training or exercise pen or have him in the laundry, but be consistent with it. And then, of course, listen to all the other things we've talked about in terms of raising a puppy. Have we talked about bringing a dog home? We've done yes, that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, I think it's like episode 11 or something like that. Yeah, it's like what to do when you when you bring, bring in a new puppy yeah, home. Bring, so yeah. we, do, we did a bring in the puppy home. I think we should do one about bringing a, a rescue dog home. Okay. Um, talking about that because it's a little bit different. Similar kind of concepts, mm. but good management. Um, set the dog up for success. Depends and, on the dog's history too. So there's a lot to cover there. Yeah, some dogs would jump your fence easy. I'm like, well, you can't keep him out there. Like, well, that's not acceptable. I'm like, what do you want me to say? The dog jumps the fence, he jumps the fence. Yeah. We have to make sure he doesn't jump the fence. Mm. Training won't stop it. Management will do it first. Mm. Fix the fence, make sure Mm -hmm. he can't get to the fence, all these different things. Otherwise, you know, we're we're pushing shit uphill. It makes no sense. You know what I mean? So um, do your homework. Know your breed and don't rush it. What are people rushing for getting a dog? My five-year-old wanted a dog. Your five-year-old wants everything and you're going to give him everything? Makes no sense. And how many times how I hear that? Do you hear that? Yeah. So often. Oh, my God. My eight-year-old was busting me for a dog. We got the dog because he wanted it. I'm like- So, every time your eight-year-old uh, shows slight interest, you just go out and buy it. Yeah. Well, you could with the toy, right? But with a dog, it's a 15-year-old commitment. But also, if that's the case, your son wants a dog. Awesome. As long as you want the dog. And if you're down for getting the dog, well, then we're all going to get a dog together. I am going to teach you leadership. I'm going to teach you responsibility. I'm going to teach you routine. Um, that's going to happen in my house as Leonardo starts to grow is that he has to learn all these things. Um, and I'm looking forward to that because I'm going to um, invest my time into that because I see the value of what dog training can do um, because it's a it's a reflection of lots of other things mm-hmm. in our own life. But, um, but what's most important is like I remember when I was I think 16 – 
Went to the shelter. Um, I wanted a husky. It looks like a wolf. It's a beautiful dog. So we got it. The dog was jumping on me, humping me, this and that. And I, of course, zero experience. And then we all have a pretty sound common sense. We'd be like, I just don't think this is a dog for us. Listen so luckily, to your yeah, luckily we didn't get the dog. Yeah. Um, because for where we were at that time of our life, it would not have been suitable. Um, that just the, just the fences alone aren't suitable for a husky. Um, not to mention that I was still at school. My parents were working. Like there was just, yeah. It didn't yeah, fit. It didn't yeah. fit. And then I remember, and actually, I didn't even choose Rocky. Um, my parents got a dog for me. So I was overseas. I come home, there's a dog there. Kelpie. Um, Kelpie, Red Kelpie, the best dog in the world. <laughs> um, super smart, intelligent, in intuitive. Peace, right? Yeah, he was fucking amazing. Um, and just for all of you that are listening to How old to this, was he when you got him? He, uh, he, uh, when I, he was like a puppy puppy, like probably like his age. But Rocky I, was? Yeah. But so I, he was a pup from but the But I came, I, um, no, from a, from a farm. Oh, okay. Um, parents friends were like picking up yeah they were picking up um his brother actually darcy's still alive mm. um and then they're like hey and they're like oh my parents are like and they're giving the pups away i think okay so then my parents took him awesome awesome dog um so he was about four months four and a half months when i met him because they got him while i was you away for six, three months yeah. yeah um so i didn't raise him but i came but he knew who i was and was, no, that's a whole story in episode <laughs> one but um but amazing dog changed my life and, and it just happened to be. Sometimes you got to put your trust in the universe too, right? Because the creator's got something in plan for you and you need to go with it, fighting it too much. Um, I think if you really have asked yourself the hard questions and you genuinely want something, and that's what that means is to genuinely ask yourself and know the answers to the hard questions. And I think, you know, things will, things will happen. Things will align sure. themselves. And then when it does, then it's, it's always about our duty of keeping those things, you know, because we can ask for something, the opportunity comes, and then you, we don't know how to pursue it. Um, that could be a problem too, right? You know, um, so having good intention, having a good plan, and then also being patient to let things come into fruition. And um, instant instant gratification we have in our world, right? Mm. Um, and I certainly felt that last year. I thought, oh well, it's ready. I need to get this. I need to do that. And the whole I looked at my goals for last year. Looked at them yesterday, and I saw it. And I'm like, yeah, I did go for those goals, and I did. They were all there. But I also knew, but how much gas do I have in my tank? Mm. How much time do I have? And also, what's setting me up for the future as well as serving me today? And how do I learn from the past? And merging all those together, you know, and um, knowing at the right time, like, okay, you don't get a dog today, but you get a dog next year, like, yeah. big deal. Yeah. Um, be in the right place because there's some people that get the – don't accept the dog from your boyfriend or your girlfriend. That's a that's a, Like that's a, a present, you mean? Yeah, yeah, because then three months later, you break up and now you got this dog. you got this, like, red-nosed staffy, and not that I have anything against them, but you have you just think they're cute. <laughs> you got this thing that's a monster in your house tearing the whole place apart wants to play with every dog and jump up on top of every person and you know and you can't leave him in your car for two seconds and like all these stories keep on coming up and and then obviously someone like myself is that we need to come up with a way of fixing these things but it's also about having the hard conversation be like i don't know if this is the right dog for you you work so much three jobs and you got this dog and the person who was walking and looking after it doesn't even live here anymore yeah so you got to know what to accept. No, don't accept the dog as a present unless it's been agreed on and you're working towards it. Yeah, that's what I reckon. And um, choosing a dog has to be uh, something that put these into like even just remembering just the topics we'll put in the description. Just remembering just those certain elements to it, putting it together and going, all right, cool. I got something to work from rather than oh, a dog's a dog. I just go to the shelter and see which one I like. Maybe you should have a bit of a name mm. as well as a feeling too. Mm. You may, I may, like I know what I want. Or that I may get, but it may be something different. 
But so um, being open to not being too set on any particular breed or any particular dog, for having sure. an open mind. Well, maybe I screwed up as well. Like you know, with um, <coughs> the whole experience with with getting the puppy was that first of all, you know, I was in over my head with having. <coughs> Sorry, that's all right. Having my plate full with too much going on, but also two dogs, a cat, and a one-year-old. Yeah, I just like I think it was it was just and also with my. I didn't go, maybe I didn't fully look at my own, check myself, so to speak, is that the logistics of it, having a puppy, raising him up, doing a specific thing. And he's a working dog as well. Like, he would have been a fairly intense puppy to raise. It could could have been. Working shepherd. Yeah, so look, I- Like, these people are selling dogs to the police and that kind of thing. Like, they're very well-bred dogs. For sure. And look, and it was chosen, like, he wasn't a very intense puppy, but things can change in a month, two months, six months. So That's the other thing with puppies versus getting a rescue, like an adult rescue or whatever. Yeah, it's like looking at a two-year-old and going, oh, yeah, he's going to be a good golfer. He'll be the president How do you of know, you the know? United States. Like, you have no idea. Makes no sense. So, um, but uh, look, I'm still going to get that shepherd. The shepherd's coming. It's going to be in my care at some stage. But also, I need to think of why I need the next dog and I have to really align myself to be about um, has to maximize my job, has to maximize my family. And also, but I've he's, been- But he's a pet first. Pet first. But then, well, kind of, yes, pet first, definitely pet first, always. Because I have to look after my family. If I lived, if I had my own facility, I can leave the dog somewhere. Then it would, it's a whole different story. But um, but I need to realign how am I going to continue with work and having a dog that's going to help me. So whenever I come to terms with that and understand what it is, and then I can tell you people, but I don't know yet, so I'm not going to say something. And I've learned that don't say shit until it's happening. I really do believe that. Um, and I always believe that. But sometimes you get excited, you want to say things, but um. But integrity is important. I think talking about things is important too to get it out there and get people to help you achieve what it is that you were looking for. But talking too much and then not following through can just hurt your own spirit. And then, you know, and I think that just kind of, that bummed me out about the whole puppy thing. Yeah. Talk so much about it and then nothing happened from it. Well, actually a lot happened from it. But, um, but I didn't choose my situation appropriately and mainly, mostly because I chose to be a father before becoming anything else. Um, and there's to. no no regrets for that. Well, yeah. I don't have to. There's so many people that take on heaps and they don't see their babies develop. Yeah. They don't know those things. And I, I asked a father the other day, I'm like, oh, you know, when child goes through this development, you know, sleep regression, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, man, I was never around. And he, he thought it was working. actually quite a fun. Oh. Yeah, he was working and he's a very, like, man, you should see his house and very well-off person. He's very close with his kids now, so it's not like it affected him, luckily. Yeah. But there's some people that it didn't work that way and they don't know their kids that well because they were too busy working, which is fine if you need to make ends meet. Totally get it. But on the other hand, um, I choose to not take on too much more because I want to, I want to take him to the park solo. I want to know what he's like when he climbs the stairs and when he falls off and yeah. when I'm there to help him and, yeah. you know, and especially in these rich times. So that was my timing and that's me learning as a individual as well. And hopefully, hopefully people are learning from my mistakes and not repeating the experience. I think that's really important. Um, and I'm happy that I made the mistake for you all so many people don't have to live it for themselves, hopefully. Sometimes better to learn from other people's mistakes. And that's why we shared it too, man. Super humiliating. I still feel like an idiot when I think back on it. It gives me that shit feeling in my gut. Mm. Um, it is what it is. And also that sleep deprivation, we talked about that I think on the wrap-up for 2020 was, um, man, that sleep deprivation was real. When you got the dog? Just no, even before sleep yeah. deprived before I even got the dog because of because of Leo. Yeah, right? man, yeah, I yeah. was screwed, man. I didn't. I like I'm sleeping now. Like last night was a shit night, but 
generally sleeps at seven, wakes up at like five thirty six. Like that's his rhythm. That's just what he does now. So we can we can that's sleep good. in that time, right? But we trained him. We put all the time and effort in, and that's a whole another conversation. But um, but I was already st- starting two three steps back. Not to mention all the other extra variables. You're so the back foot, yeah, yeah. Now, as I said, we speak on the phone. If I got the puppy today. It would have been a different trajectory, but six months ago or it's, four it's, months ago, it's different. Yeah. And yeah, it's a couple of months, but it was it was really bad timing. And I did have people offering to take the pup and then bring it back, but I didn't want to do that. Um, that goes against my ethos. I feel that he's either your dog or he's yeah, yeah. Like, well, I'm gonna have everyone look out. Like it makes no sense. Um, oops, sorry. Yeah. Um, where if I had a a whole team of staff and we're all going to do it together i think it'd be different we all had like people that are on the same page um, raising him so but that's that's my dilemma in choosing the dog mm-hmm. and you know um well like let's talk you know you want to talk about well you've got a puppy you specifically got a puppy for what you endeavor to achieve whether whatever happens there's two reasons and i'm talking upon you and you can obviously mm. is that um, ideally you want to use him for socialization maybe one day as you pursue your goals and and, and working with dogs um, and, and behavior but also you want an intelligent dog a dog that has some energy because you are someone who likes to be active and also you don't want a couch potato you, you particularly didn't want a small dog um, and the medium-sized dog that you have here is it can be really perfect for your family and or for your future family and all that sort of stuff so what, is that yeah, correct? that's exactly yeah. that's exactly why you know I went down that route. Like yeah. I could have gotten a Labrador. Or a well, you wanted a Grudel, but you didn't want to pay attention. Yeah, to be honest, sure. like we went down, we looked at. Okay, to be to be fair, Rach wanted a Grudel. Mm-hmm. She up until I met her, like we've been together five years now. Um, she never grew up with dogs or around dogs, so she actually had quite a bit of uncertainty and almost like she'll say she'll admit it she had a bit of a fear of dogs she wasn't sure around them and like we had fudge when i met her and then he got sick and passed away sort of within six months of me meeting her but he was such a gentle dog and like he was her first exposure to dogs and then and and really softened her towards dogs but she told me that like um the dogs that made her fearful were, I guess, the ones like German Shepherds and dogs that have a certain look. Like she, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I like the Grudel because they have that kind of softer look. Teddy bear look. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is fair enough. Mm. Um, but I was like, no. Nah. I was like, I, the people – and look, I'm not trying to shit mouth any breeders or anything like that, but I would say there's probably more people who are doing the wrong thing in that space, th- maybe compared to other breeds mm-hmm. at the moment, mm-hmm. particularly because they're so hot. I'll give you an example: you can't buy a, you can't buy an intact Grudel puppy, so that's a massive red flag mm-hmm. for one. Mm-hmm. I would never in a million years buy a desexed puppy mm-hmm. for sure. That's that's you a shouldn't. huge red yeah. flag to me. That just screams unethical. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're a Grudel breeder listening to this. You can email me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. For sure. I'm going to say it. Mm. It's unethical. Yeah. Stuff like that. The prices they charge. Mm-hmm. Just- It was just a lot of red flags. And it was just like- Like, like I listened to my gut. I was like, nah, this is the wrong mm-hmm. decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we we moved away from that path. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And that's good for everyone to, to hear it as well, is that just because a dog's 10G, you don't have to buy. People are taking advantage, in my opinion, but people can do what they want if they hey, want to make- it's a free market, but I also have the- I, I'm also free to judge you for what you're doing. Exactly. You know and I mean? also, you can choose where you spend your money too, right? Yeah, of course. Um, but, but- It shouldn't it, be the new normal, tell you I this, think. Tell you this, like, if you- If someone's trying to sell you a desexed p- 
puppy. That's it's completely different to a desexed adult dog from a shelter. Mm-hmm. That's completely different. But they're trying to sell you a desexed puppy. The reason they're doing that, don't let them fool you. It's because they don't. Those dogs are money makers for them, for and sure. they don't want anyone else going on and breeding the dogs. On the other hand, how about this? How about how much is life? You know, to to put a price on something that has a body and a spirit to say, well, is he only worth a thousand? Or is he worth ten? Or is ten thousand like still a joke? If you know, and maybe maybe on the other hand, so being playing devil's advocate is that maybe we do raise a price so people can take dog doghood seriously. No, I don't think that's like, I don't think that I, was I don't the think case. That's the case at all. I don't the, think it's the case. The only the people that the only the people that end up with ten thousand dollar dogs now are the people who can just throw $10,000 at a problem and make it go for away. For sure, for sure. But maybe, and again, playing devil's advocate, seeing the other side of the fence or maybe an outcome of all this is that, oh, dogs are expensive, we didn't do it. But if you're really committed to the dog, it's like, it's all right, I'll save. Let's just say from now on, dogs Yeah, fair are enough. Grand. You can pay whatever you want for the dog. I don't really care. Like, but it's your that money. weed out but some you of shouldn't the- all, you, Run a, run a mile in the opposite direction. If someone tries to sell you a desex puppy, I'm going to leave it at that. For sure. Regardless of the breed. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. it's so bad for the animal. Be- besides that, yeah, for sure. Hormone growth, bone density, muscle density, immune system function. It's animal abuse. Who's going to castrate a human baby? It makes no sense. Yeah. And I agree too. I do agree. Imagine, imagine cutting a young boy's testicles off yeah, before for he reaches puberty. For sure. So what do you think that's going to do to him? Exactly. It, may, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I really don't like it. But- if we go down this trajectory of from now on, dogs are going to be five to 10 grand. That's just how it is. Even the shelters bump their prices up to discourage because there are lots of people. If every dog costs that much, then then I wouldn't have an issue with it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Man, you can pick up a dog for free, right? Go on gum yeah. tree, you can probably That's get a dog That's the point for free. is that there is a market that has, a, has emerged yes. in the last 12 months because of COVID. Let's, let's call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. It's because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And this huge, uh, all these people are at home. They're working from home. Oh, hey, I want a dog. Oh, hey, I want a poodle cross. Mm-hmm. Oh, Google, um, Groodle, whatever. And it's five to ten grand for the dog. For sure. There's the, you can't. I'd love someone to come on here and to convince me that they did that for an ethical reason. But I very no, much doubt they course. could convince me. For sure. And I do believe, obviously, they bumped the price up because people were going to stay home. And again, it comes down to how we think about dogs. Well, I'm at home now in lockdown. I'll get a dog. Like the market didn't just, it wasn't that they just thought COVID's here, I'm going to bump my prices. It was that they gone, Hey man, like 50 people in one hour have contacted me about the dogs. Hey, mm-hmm. let's, let's raise it up so we can maximize from it because we don't even know if we'll have a job next month. So there's people's own motives for sure. Um, for why make a dog more expensive, but at the same time, and I'm not going to talk prices, but you can get a working dog that has function for not even anywhere near that designer price, right? Well, like so. The- Jet, they didn't raise. The, sorry, your your yeah. puppy that you had to take back. They didn't raise their prices. It's like they, they if, didn't exactly. So if one of the most well respected German Shepherd working line breeders isn't raising their prices, to me that should set the tone for, sure. for 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 everyone else. I agree because they are they've been in the game for a long time. They selling dogs and breeding dogs for a very specific purpose high-grade, high-level intelligent animals, and they don't turn around. They don't wake up one day and go, hey, I'm going to triple my prices overnight. That's like, right. I'm- Look, it's 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 even – and people aren't making the prices more because of the specific dog or the way that it was bred or how they were raising the dogs and how they read them. Like, it wasn't that. It's only because of – Well, it's because pure- German Shepherds – I'm going to say it, man. Like, German Shepherds aren't the – 
fucking like Instagram dog. And, you of know, course. Frenchies and Grudels and all these other ones, yeah. they are. And Man, Frenchies were f- like 14 grand three, four years ago. Yeah. So, like, it, this isn't new that. I know. It's, got, it's are- not just Grudels. But no. I'm saying there's yeah. always going to be people who take advantage of a situation. Of and then there's going to be people but, like, who play but devil's advocate. People are fucking paying the price, though. Yeah, I know. So that's that's the biggest problem. Is like, don't support the market that you don't want to support. I know. I, I'm not saying I can stop it, yeah. but I can have an opinion on it. Yeah, for sure. And, and I agree with all of that. You know, and I think um, it's kind of weird in itself. And what my original point was that we could put a price on life. I was like, well, how much should it be cost? Like, how much can you sell? How much can I sell Leonardo for? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I know it's like a dog's different to it, obviously, and I get that. But also, when I think about that on the maybe the spiritual side of it, is that how do you put a price on it? It should be intention based, not monetary based. It mm. should be about every single breeder should be I screening just think their dog. It sends the wrong message. Yeah, but because fucking, you, and it, it just Joe sends Bloke the message can, out that you can you can just whip ten grand out of your pocket and and have this designer dog. For and sure. I don't I don't agree with. I don't think a dog should be something to be designed in the first place. Oh, well, all dogs have been designed. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Well, the designer in terms of they look like this. A designer in that it's just another accessory in the house, mate. And you get clients like this. I'm sure you get clients like this where they- This is what this whole episode's been about. For sure. They buy the dog, the idea of the dog. Yes. And then the reality of the dog is completely different. For sure. Well, people- Yeah, look, I think um, people need to be more educated about what it is that they're getting into. Um We'll probably wrap up soon because he probably needs Shadow's to be taller, right? Up. I've got a pee pad there for him, but hopefully oh, he's, back there. he's smart enough to. But um, but yeah, look, I think first of all, like, and look, I don't think I'm well equipped enough to know, to give the whole, all the ins and outs. Like, we've been mad to get, and if anyone's triggered by this or even wants to educate, let's get a breeder on to come on the show. I'd, I'd love to if because you, if you if you feel like you can defend those. Prices. I would love to sit down and and hear. I'm always willing to yes. hear someone's argument. And I, I look and for me, like when I brought up those other counter topics, was only I always do that for myself. My wife probably hates me for it because I'm like, let's think about the other side. Devil's advocate. Hey, but it's good. And I you like have it. to, right? Otherwise, then we're locked in this only one. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh shit. Or someone could say something like legit to be like, so hey, your I, reasons. I'm always willing to be wrong for sure. That I'm always willing. But to also be wrong. for our listeners to be like. They did do that when COVID happened. And if you haven't noticed, because maybe someone hasn't even thought about it, they've just been training their dog and working, walking their dog and they haven't realized a golden retriever is 8G when last year it was 15. Like, and that was a, that was a problem is that people bumped the price up, um, because of the pandemic and because of the opportunity that they were going to get for it. Um, but I would like to know the ins and outs of what was happening um, with the breeder. So, we should probably do that at some stage. That'd be awesome. Um, I can't imagine I can't imagine it's going to happen. But, hey, if you've got the guts to come and chat with us, I would be more than happy to welcome you on the sure. show. For sure. It'd be sick. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, and that's what it's all about, right? Life with your dog isn't dog training related. Life with your dog is life and Any your dog. Any dog topic. It's anything to do with how dogs improve our life and make sure you choose the right dog to improve your life. And we talked about cats for like 10 minutes today as well. Cats, so cats are like- just as important to dogs, you know, um, because 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 um, they're all come under pets. You're going to have a pet? Well, then what is it? And what is it that you like about a cat compared to a dog? And are you a dog person or a cat person? It's like, mm. what do you mean? Mm. That means nothing to me. Do I like cats? I like cats and like dogs, depending on what mood I'm in, depending on where I'm at, depending yep. on the cat, depending on the dog. Yeah. There's some dogs that I can't stand being around. I'm like, I can't stand being around this dog. And then some cats are like, this is the sickest cat I've ever seen. So, 
you know, it, it comes down to honoring the animal for what it is. Mm. Know what it is that you want and be and have good integrity. Yeah. Meditate on it. Think about it. Jot it down and get some get some hands on your dogs um, of the ones that you want. You want huskies? Cool. Go and see five different huskies um, and hang out with them for a decent time one way or another. However you're going to do that, I don't know how you're going to do that. Um, or if you're going to go look for a dog and a breeder that has a dog, look at mum and dad. We've spoken about this before. Look at mum and dad because that's more of a idea of what the dog's going to turn out to be rather than looking at the baby. I can't look at my four-month-old human baby and go, he's definitely going to be this. He even looks different as he grows. So, mm. you know, it, it, there's no – but what's going to be more I reckon of he a, looks heaps like Tanya, eh? Now he's starting to look yeah, more yeah, like Tanya. Yeah. We've identified that the eyes from the nose up is me yeah. and then from everywhere down is her. Yeah. Um, but people have mistaken us for being brother and sister heaps of times. Like, oh, I was speaking to your sister before. I'm like, she's not my sister, bro. Because <laughs> um, we kind of same height. Um, we have similar features. Yeah, sure. And more so when we're overseas traveling and that. Okay. But – um. But yeah, that's that's a wrap up for today's session. I definitely don't have that issue with Rach. No, you're she's done. Cambodian, <laughs> so yeah, Cambodian Aussie, I should say. That's awesome. Yeah, so we, we definitely. It's funny though because when we went to um when we went to we've been to Thailand and Bali together. When we went to Thailand, they thought she was Thai. When we went to Bali, they thought she was Indo. Yeah. So they like speak to her in the local yeah. language. She's like, "Whoa, I don't speak any of this." Yeah. And she's like, "When I go to Cambodia." They don't think she's Cambodian. Yeah. It's weird. That's so interesting. She's like this. She's like. She's, she's evolved to she's the. stateless. Yeah, she's stateless. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Um, hey, if you listen to us so far, thanks for listening. Um, really appreciate you guys. Tell a friend. Um, share the love. And um, yeah. um, I think a lot of people aren't necessarily into like writing reviews, which is fine. Do us a favor. Share this episode. Each episode you listen to, just like pick one friend or a random whatever person on Instagram or whatever. Just send them one episode if you got value from this. And that's how it spreads. You know how I like it is when people put up the stories. Just put up a story. Yeah. Hey, I'm listening if to, you this. Listen to this. Screenshot. Ta- screenshot it and tag us in your um, tag our Life with Your Dog podcast Instagram in your story while you're listening to it. Show mm-hmm. us where you're at listening to it, and we'll um, regram it. But someone else, um. Put something up and I saw it five days late on um because you know when sometimes on Instagram it comes up as a request for oh, the message. But it's it, like a message, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it didn't yeah, come yeah, up yeah, as yeah. I've In got a notification. Inbox, yeah. yeah. So then I looked at it and they shared something and I'm like, Oh, I missed it. Sorry, I did yeah. acknowledge in the message, but I like sharing it back. Don't be discouraged. I've got the notifications on. One of us will catch it. We'll catch it. We'll, we'll catch it. We'll but yeah, put it up there. Talk about it. And also just give us any feedback or if you, um, we, we did talk about breeding once and there was a breeder who was super upset with what we said and she emailed. Um, say, so, hey, if you're feeling unsure, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, I'm not shunning the floor's nothing. floor's open. Anyone, um, if you, if you, like I said, if you want to come on the show, that's fine. If you want to send an email, that's fine. Um, we're going to say, what we feel like saying on here, our opinions and your own. What do they say? Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. Everyone's got one. And also we could um, be out of our lane in some things and fully in in our right to say others. And I think it's important that we trigger thought so we can talk about it and also not just talk about popular things that we don't want to be yes men. You know, we want to be able to be like, hey, we like this and we don't like that. And hopefully that shows our character to you guys because um, we don't want to just say things for you to like us. We want to say things to educate you. That's it. Much love. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to another show of Life With Your Dog. Please like, rate, and share if you're enjoying our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. For all dog training videos, tips, and techniques, visit nooches.pooches.com.au. Thank you, and stay tuned for next time.